0: Hello, and welcome to Young Catholic Speaks. My name is Bennett, and today I'm going to be talking about holidays. Pretty soon we'll be entering into the so-called holiday season, beginning with Halloween and then encompassing Thanksgiving, Christmas, and ending with the New Year. It's the time when commercialism takes a double dose of caffeine and sweeps us off our feet until before we know it, it's January. But holidays are much, much more than just days for sales to go through the roof. They also play an important role in the Catholic Church. Except, instead of holidays, we call them Holy Days of Obligation. It's easy to see how holiday and holy day are connected, but where did the obligation come from? Catholics are obliged to attend Mass on Holy Days of Obligation, unless we're unable to because of illness, or other circumstances. They are special days set apart by our Holy Mother Church to commemorate special moments in the lives of our Lord and our Lady, as well as to celebrate the saints. In the United States, there are six Holy Days of Obligation. First, the Solemnity of Mary, the Holy Mother of God, on January 1st. Second, The Ascension of the Lord forty days after Easter, or on the seventh Sunday of the season of Easter, depending on your diocese. Third, the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary on August 15th. Fourth, All Saints' Day on November 1st. Fifth, the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary on December 8th. And finally, the Nativity of the Lord, commonly known as, you guessed it, Christmas, on December 25th, And you might be thinking, where's Easter on that list? It's the main celebration of the church. Well, I kind of fibbed earlier, because there are actually give or take 58 Holy Days of Obligation in a year, because every Sunday is a Holy Day of Obligation. Easter is always on a Sunday, so it's covered. Holidays in the church don't stop with Holy Days of Obligation, though. We celebrate all year with feast days of the saints. Every saint has a feast day in honor of them. We don't have to go to Mass on every feast day because every day is a feast day for numerous saints. As an example of a feast day, today, or the day that this episode is released on, is October 22nd, the feast of Pope St. John Paul II. Another example is July 11th, which is the Feast of St. Benedict, and I'd like to celebrate on that day because St. Benedict is one of my patrons. In other words, St. Benedict prays for me in a special way because I am named after him. Pope St. John Paul II can also be called one of my patrons because he is the patron saint of youth. God may answer our prayers in a special way if we ask a saint to pray for us on their feast day. The purpose of a feast day is fulfilled when they help us to remember that the saints prove that holiness can be achieved and that we should pray very often. The example and prayers of the saints help us to be holier, so let's use the feast days to get closer to the saints. Even some of the more secularized holidays have their roots in Christianity. A commonly known example is Halloween. There are numerous legends as to the origins of Halloween, but it is certain that the name comes from a shortening of All Hallows' Eve, which is just another way of saying the evening before All Saints' Day. Other obvious examples are St. Patrick's Day and Valentine's Day, which are on those saints' respective feast days. This last example might surprise you, though. Groundhog Day has its origins in Catholicism. February 2nd is the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord, also known as Candlemas. The tradition of predicting the weather on Candlemas goes back to the Middle Ages. There's even a little rhyme. If Candlemas Day is clear and bright, winter will have another bite. If Candlemas Day brings cloud and rain, winter is gone and will not come again. It's probably just as accurate as the groundhog but it's still fun to know that people take part in a Catholic tradition without even knowing it. Now it's time for the big question. Why do we have Holy Days of Obligation and Feast Days of Saints? I think that the answer is to prevent us from making our faith a routine. Going to church every Sunday is great, but it can quickly become just part of our weekly routine something that we can do without really thinking about it, and then move on to the next task. Many a time I have walked out of church thinking about lunch. Holy Days of Obligation throw a wrench into our weekly routine and make us make a point for God and be witnesses to our faith, even if it's only a handful of weekdays a year. Feast days remind us that we're called to be holy every day of the year not just on Sundays or when we're in a building called a church. For school this year, I am taking a physical education class, and I promise that this will eventually make sense. But I learned about an interesting idea called progressive overload. The basic gist of it is that you can only get stronger if you methodically and slowly increase load, such as more weight or more reps in an exercise. You consistently exercise, and you allow your body enough time to grow and to change and to get stronger. If you only do the same exercises, or exercise on a regular basis, or don't wait long enough for your body to adapt, you won't get stronger. Our faith and our relationship with God is exactly like our body. Our faith's exercises are good works like prayer, acts of charity, and volunteering. In order for our relationship with God to grow, we have to exercise. This requires consistency. If one is at the point in our faith journey where they can say a daily rosary, they can't let themselves not say it once in a while just because they don't want to. Consistency does not mean that you should limit yourself to what you're accustomed to. If you haven't resolved to hold the door open for people, But you see someone who has trouble getting around, then it's a good idea to hold the door open for them. Consistency, rather, means that you do the good works that you have resolved to do when you resolve to do them. Once you are consistent in your good works, then it's time to add something new. But what should you add? There are two things to keep in mind first, have an end goal, and second, make a small step toward that goal. If you can lift 50 pounds, and you want to be able to lift 100 pounds, it's a bad idea to try to lift 100 pounds at first. You can get hurt by doing that. Instead, start by lifting 55 pounds. Similarly, if you want to pray a daily rosary, then start by praying one decade a day. Once it's easy to fit in a decade every day, then pray two decades every day until you eventually pray the whole rosary every day. The last thing that you need to grow in your relationship with God is time. The new thing you add will take a while to get used to, but eventually it will become normal and you'll be ready to add another good work. So in summary, the Holy Days of Obligation and Feast Days of the Saints are there to remind us that we are called to be growing in our relationship with God, not letting it become a routine. In order to grow our relationship with God, we should resolve to do good works, such as praying or acts of love to our neighbor. We must commit to performing these works consistently, and when we are comfortable with our current resolutions, then it's probably time to add another good work or expand one we already practice. Then we keep doing our good works and repeat the cycle, getting closer and closer to God in the process. So, for my challenge this month, let's evaluate. Let's ask ourselves the questions. What have I resolved to do to have a relationship with God? Do I consistently fulfill these resolutions? Am I comfortable with these resolutions, or are they still challenging? What is a good work that I eventually want to incorporate into my life? What small step can I take? to get closer to that goal when I am comfortable with my current resolutions. Some examples of a new resolution are to add five minutes of prayer time to your day, or to attend Mass on the first Friday of the month. Just make sure you start out small, because trying to do too much can do more harm than good. And when the holiday season drops us off at the new year, maybe we should evaluate again and make resolutions to get closer to God. And that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone else, and check out my other episodes. You can easily do both of those by going to youngcatholicspeaks.podbean.com. Again, thanks much for listening, and I'll see y'all next month.